0: You're listening to the Wellness Kachina podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. High heat and oil. That's all you need to make something quote unquote stir fried. Okay, end of podcast. Good talk. No, I'm just kidding. Stir fries are perfect for busy weeknights. They are the epitome of the one-pan meal. More traditionally, they're associated with Asian cuisines, and they're typically cooked in a really, really, really hot wok with a neutral oil. The key, though, to a traditional stir-fry, and really any stir-fry, is prep. Having everything sliced, diced, bite-sized, and ready to go so that when it comes time to add it to the pan, it's there. Typically, a stir-fry would start by flavoring the hot oil. That could be by adding garlic, ginger, hot peppers, or fresh herbs like basil or mint. You want to start building flavor early. So by flavoring the oil, everything else that you add to the pan will take on those flavors as well. Next you'll add in the items that take longest to cook, usually proteins like chicken, pork, or beef. And then when that's like 90% of the way done, you'll add in some veggies. And usually you still want them to be crunchy. So that's why you're adding them in a little bit later in the cooking process, just so that they provide some texture to the stir fry. So I vividly remember cooking in a wok for the first time. I was so nervous because you have to keep everything moving around consistently and you have to keep adding in more ingredients while you're doing this. So you need like awesome dexterity. But I vividly remember my international cuisine chef. He stood right behind me and criticized my every move Screaming, you're burning the expletive out of it, like every three seconds. I'm happy to report that I did not burn the expletive out of anything that day. My stir fry was actually bomb. However, that is the one and only time I've ever used a legit wok. Something about a large Italian Bostonian yelling over your shoulder while you cook. I don't know. Okay, so like I was saying, you have to move everything around in the wok. And you actually use the sides of the wok to slow the cooking process down. Seriously, the wok is such a cool kitchen tool. After you have everything like 95% of the way cooked, then you'll add in a sauce. You're probably familiar with the quintessential chicken and broccoli brown sauce. Yeah? Like most sauces that you get, it's thickened with cornstarch which allows it to perfectly coat every piece of food and also gives it that beautifully shiny look. The sauce is usually the factor that pulls together a stir fry, but really it breaks down to the process and understanding that. In less than three minutes, in a traditional wok with heat on all sides, you'll have an awesome stir fry. At this point, you're probably like, cool Celestina, thanks for telling me all about something I can't make at home because I don't have a wok stove or a wok. And then I say, don't worry, you can totally make stir fries at home regardless of what kind of burner you have. The pan though, that's gonna be a little bit more important. So let's break it down and start with the hardware. You need a large pan. Think surface area. The more evenly everything will cook, the better. And another reason for a large pan is to avoid overcrowding it. This is key, you don't want soup. So we know stir fries to mostly be Asian, but really anything can be stir fried. When you understand the process, you can make anything. So let's take the traditional American Italian dish, sausage and peppers. You can do this a couple of ways, but my favorite is to stir fry it. I still like the peppers and onions to have some crunch to them. For this, I recommend starting with a low side cast iron pan if you have one. If not, any large pan with low sides will do. Drizzle a tiny bit of olive oil in your cold pan and using a paper towel, spread it out and then sop up any of the excess oil that's in the pan. This is how you avoid a mess and the oil slash water splatter everywhere. So once you do that, you want to get your pan hot. If you have a fan over your stove, use it. And you also want to keep the pan on high. So you're probably going to get it to like a smoke point, And that's what you want. Once your pan is hot, you want to add in your sliced sausage to the pan. Remember to keep it moving so that you don't burn the expletive out of it. Although you probably don't have a large Italian Bostonian over your shoulder, but just have me in your ear. Just keep it moving. Okay? You do want some golden brown color on the sausage, and then you'll remove it from the pan. At this point, you want to add in a few teaspoons of olive oil to the pan, get it hot again, and then keep the heat on high. Add in your veggies, your garlic, your onion, your peppers. And at this point, you also want to salt those veggies. It helps to release the liquid quickly so that you're not ending up with a soup later on. Really, really, really important, guys. Do not overcrowd the pan. You're gonna get soup, not a stir fry. If you only have tiny pans, you'll have to do this in small batches or expletive, just order in. But the key really is to keep the veggies moving. So regardless of the size of your pan, Use a smaller amount of veggies if you have a smaller pan and keep them moving. That is really the key to a stir fry. High heat, oil, and keep it moving. So once your veggies are 90% cooked to the way you want them, they can still be a little bit al dente or they can be cooked to flop, totally up to you. Then at that point, you wanna add the sausages back in. Add in any Italian herbs like rosemary, basil, oregano, thyme, parsley, or just add in some Italian seasoning. And at this point it's totally optional but you can add in a sauce i think a tomato sauce would go really well and make it like a real stir fry if your pan is hot enough it should bubble vigorously and reduce pretty immediately like any cornstarch thickened sauce would even though it's not the tomatoes are just thicker naturally that'll be a different show don't worry about it so stir fries usually require a lot of prep i mean If you're feeding the sausage and peppers to a family of four, you probably have to cut six to eight sausages, two to three onions, three to four cloves of garlic, and five to six peppers. Ugh, that sounds so time-consuming. So let's try making the same thing, but cut out all the prep. No pun intended. And this time, it looks a little bit different. Start with the same pan, same oil procedure, and cook your sausage first. Instead of adding... Oil back into the pan to cook the veggies. Just let the pan get screaming hot and then add the frozen peppers and onions in. Again, do not overcrowd the pan. And at this point, you want to move them around. A lot. Unfortunately, with frozen veggies, there isn't really an option for al dente. So cook them until they're just thawed and then add in two to three teaspoons of olive oil and toss them around. Keep them moving. And then add the sausage back in. Season, add spices, add in the optional sauce, and that's it. So it's a little less challenging when you have frozen veggies, but it's also important to note that the process changes a little bit, and understanding that is really key for this. Frozen veggies can be a lifesaver, especially if you're particularly opposed to prepping or you're just really busy. You just need to know how to use them so that they can work for you, not against you. They can make your dinners quick, easy, and delicious. Remember that you can use the methods I talked about to make anything. Don't feel restricted to making my Italian riff on stir-fry. Like I always say, spin a globe, choose a country, and as long as you understand the cooking process behind what you want to make, anything is possible. I hope your stir-fry world has been expanded beyond Asian cuisines. While delicious, sometimes it's good to mix it up a little bit. As always, thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments or tell me about show topics you'd like to hear. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at Save Time Cooking for cooking tips and skills, as well as IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. And check out the reels for more ideas on stir fry. Be sure to check out my new IGTV series called Mama What's in Your Pantry, where I go live with a busy mom and she brings three items from her fridge or pantry and I give her inventive ideas on how to use these items. Reach out via IG if you'd like to go live with me. If you want to learn four more ways to make dinners quick, easy, and delicious, check out my time-saving in the Cucina mini course, where you'll learn some of my best time-saving cooking tactics. Follow the link in the show notes to learn more.